Hello and welcome to Tech, the Olympus NDT podcast. My name is Emily Péloquin and I want to thank you for tuning in today. This podcast is all about NDT and about the incredible people that work in our industry. I've been in this industry for just over a decade now and I'm still amazed by the incredible people that I get to work with and how tightly connected this community is. On this show, have the chance to welcome experts from the field to chat about everything and anything, from challenging applications to new trends and even tips and tricks on how to improve your NDT game. I hope you'll enjoy the unique insight that our guests are sharing with us and that it will inspire others to also want to help in making this world a safer place. Today on the show, I'm honored to receive Lin Yu. Lin works in the oil and gas industry. His work involves investigating damage mechanisms that occur in oil and gas components and finding the best way to detect them as early as possible to keep the assets, but also the people safe. Lynn has over 20 years of NDT experience, which he shared with us some advice for those of you starting your engineering or NDT career. But this conversation can also be to, for anyone who likes to dig a bit deeper behind what you see on the scope to find your answers. So I hope you'll enjoy this conversation. So Lynn Yu, thank you very much for being on the show. I appreciate uh, you accepting this uh, offer. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Emily. Uh, I really appreciate that you invite me here. Uh, it's a pleasure. So the very first question I always like to ask my guests because um, because NDT is such a niche, in small industries, and most people barely know how to spell it. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> how did you stumble across uh, ND? Yeah, you you you're right. You know, I know uh, a lot of people when you you know in this field. When you when you ask this question, they say you know a lot is by accident. Mine is uh, not really totally uh, accident, uh, but it's you know pretty close. Um, I study uh, welding uh, during my college days. Okay. Uh, after two years in college, uh, we we were sent to a big factory uh, three months uh, to work side by side with um, you know the welders. Okay. Uh, you know, is uh, that factory as you remember at Shanghai, China? Um, mm. Is a big factory manufacturer is a pressure vessels, and you know I do the welding on day and you know, and very close to the end of three months I was assigned to like a couple of weeks on the inspection side. You start to see the ultrasound and you know, you see the wave <laughs> show mm-hmm. up on the scope. You know, I feel that's so magic. You know, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's how I started. And uh, the third year, the fourth year of college, when we ready for the last year, you know the final project, I, I choose to do NDT, uh, rather mm. focus on the welding. So that start from all there. <laughs> I see. So it was U- UT that caught your attention at first? Yes, it's That's UT first. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Of course, it's the later um, I uh, went to graduate school. Um, mm-hmm. uh, that's um, that's a mechanical department, uh, but uh, we uh, uh, is a big project on the uh, on develop a digital ultrasound inspection system. Uh, I was involved, uh, uh, you know, how to make a 
do element transducer and start from scratch, scratch how to make no, a crystal wow. even. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and then do the polarization with some research in studios uh, there. Uh, and also involved, you know, the software set, electronics. Uh, I learned a lot from that uh, experience. Mm. Yeah. What is a, a typical day of, of work for you? So uh, what's your main objective daily? Uh, so you, you work with uh, BP, British Petro Petroleum, as the principal engineer. So what do you do there on the daily? Yeah, my, my job is, uh, uh, my job is uh, focus on uh, develop and deploy advanced technology uh, for the oil and gas industry. And you know, that involves, uh, you know, some in-house development uh, for some emerging um, damage mechanism, mm -hmm. uh, like the HTHA we talked about it uh, before. Mm -hmm. uh, BP is one of the pioneers to start to do this, uh, a lot of in-house research on the HTHA. Uh, Mark Lozef, I, I, I'm sure you know him. Yes. Uh, he started this project back in 2014. Uh, I'm heavily involved in all the technical work there. And Mark uh, presented a um, uh, paper on the inspection summit in 2017, I believe. You know, it, it, the whole industry is, you know, is very focused on this. After mm -hmm. that, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, big big industry uh, problem. So for the listeners who don't know, uh, HTHA is high temperature hydrogen attack, uh, a damage mechanism that we see in the oil and gas uh, field. So there's 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 a lot of uh, damage mechanism like this that we as inspectors don't don't always think about. You know the the the, the new challenges that some of those. Uh, I want to say new damage mechanism. They're not new. <laughs> they've been there for a while, but uh, they've been, let's say, the, the, the knowledge or the um, exposure that we had to those damage mechanisms is, is still fairly recent and we're still learning quite a bit on those. Um, so, yeah, it's a, is there any other damage mechanism that you see like that that, um, that have been uh, to, uh, the, the, for the industry uh, uh, a concern? Yeah, definitely. You know, HATHA, just an example. It, it, again, you're right. It's not a, uh, new. It is there. And mm -hmm. we just wanted to uh, have a better way to inspect beyond the, you know, right. the traditional order way to do it. We know, you know, there are some uh, limits in, in the older yeah. traditional way to do it. And now we can see better. We can detect it earlier. And, mm -hmm. uh, and there's, a, you know, always in the, there's a new things, you know, there's a, chemical, you know, all kinds of different, uh, you know, corrosion, erosion issues uh, uh, always come to. Uh, when we find this, uh, we scope the project, work with the refinery, uh, try to come up with some um, uh, innovative way to inspect it. Mm -hmm. Of course, we work closely with the um, inspection service companies. Uh, I work very close to many companies. Uh, work together to you know to solve this problem too right and to try to always push the the limits of what's doable with the technology and and the technology keeps improving as well so we can find earlier and earlier stages of uh, those damage mechanisms so it's uh it's it's really a fascinating time to be in in ndt i think at least <laughs> yes exactly you know that's a, you know that's part of uh, my job to on the development side uh you know you know, also, you know, some new technology like, uh, you know, all these uh, robotic drone stuff come in too, yeah. right? 
yeah, yeah that's you part presented of my on, job too. You presented on this uh, very recently, so the, during the ASME virtual event on uh, robotic for inspection. So can can you summarize a little bit for us what, what the presentation was about? And I know that uh, they, they mentioned a lot of uh, bridging the gap between the expert and the, and the asset. So what was, um, what was your topic and um, uh, what, what was it about uh, for robotics? Yeah, it's, uh, thank you for bringing uh, this up. Uh, I, uh, the ESME virtual meeting is, a, is a twice a year. Uh, this is a May meeting. Okay. Uh, I, uh, my colleague and myself will present a topic on uh, just showcase examples that BP have done, use all these uh, robotic uh, uh, drone technology to imp improve safety and efficiency uh, in, in our industry. And uh, uh, of course, as an asset owner, we, you know, we share our perspective uh, uh, to, to the, you know, all the participants, you know, what is our challenge? Mm -hmm. What what is the potential opportunity that we see uh, in all these you know advanced uh, uh, inspection there? And our uh, our uh, presentation is focused on what do we see in this what happening in the past few years within BP. And mm -hmm. uh, you know technology is advanced so fast now, uh, we just see this accelerating trend, use more and more robotic and drones uh, in mm -hmm. the in the industry, and. We also see a lot of uh, uh, digital devices sensing uh, with the IoT capabilities. Uh, right. So we actually can install um, sensors uh, on the uh, asset. So the mm -hmm. sensor can broadcast signal into the computer so the engineer can see the data right away, you know, anytime uh, from anywhere. Right, so, so it's mm -hmm. to transform the assets uh, over time, so it can kind of do its own NDT, correct? Right, right. Just monitor there. You know, a lot of, lot of right. sensors on the asset itself. As long as you find the right damage, right? Uh, right. You, you, you put sensors on, it can detect that particular uh, damage. Yeah. Uh, in terms of uh, robotic, uh, we, we use a lot of crawlers. Uh, we see the speed of inspection just you know improve a lot with the crawler. Uh, mm -hmm. The data consistency. And also uh, safer way for people to, you know, not in a harm's way. Yeah, uh, we see a yeah. lot of improvement on that said. Uh, my colleague, uh, uh, Roger Bose, uh, he shared a, a couple of fascinating stories from uh, upstream, uh, how robotic and drone combined to solve some, you know, regular inspection, you know, all this. Uh, it's, it's very good, yeah. That's interesting. And so, yeah, so the making it faster, making it safer, but do you see a potential um, pitfalls for robotics yeah, in NDT? Right, definitely. You know, this, uh, as always, right, you know, uh, all the sensor, you know, it, it's based on physics, uh, you know, right. is, is, you know, always go back to the basic, you know, if, if the beginning, your data source is not good, no matter how fancy you're del delivering mm -hmm. a mechanism, right? <laughs> right? Right. So right. So so always, uh, you know, as a as a guy with that such um, background, when I talk with a vendor or some technology we develop within house, uh, first thing is we we check uh, is this master have enough signal to noise ratio. Uh, you know, one thing is we detect it. Second is can we uh, how, how much tolerance there? Uh, are we seeing you know, too sensitive to 
to produce a false call, uh, or you know, it's, it's just just not that case. You know, this is, is always the thing it concerns me. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and and something else that comes to mind. Uh, uh, well, as far as advantages goes, at well, uh, at least, is that you know with new component designs and, and, and things of that nature, sometimes the struggle is also in, um, in accessing those components for, for an inspector. So um, I'm sure robotics could probably uh, help in that uh, when, when access is difficult for, for a human to be there. Right, definitely. You know, there's a, you're absolutely right. It says, say in a refinery uh, environment, right? A lot of PEP mm -hmm. is insulated. Yeah. Uh, how you, you know, sometimes we can remove the insulation to do inspection, but a lot of times we'd rather not, right? Right. Uh, you right. know, that's why some, you know, digital x-ray uh, technique with, with powered by robot, that mm -hmm. kind of helps, yeah. And the other one is, uh, you know, when you design something, you when you put something there or construction something, you know, I wish, <laughs> I wish they can think about the inspection, you know, a lot of times when we're in the field, we see all, you know, this is where, you know, the damage happens, but we just cannot access. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. That seems to be such a, a um, uh, say, a common uh, issue in the NDT is like, yes, the engineer who, who conceived the asset didn't really think through the full life you know and i think i think it starts to change of course a lot of components are are fairly old out there but uh what um do you see uh, in those new uh, component designs um and those new materials is there also new challenges that are coming i know that you know there's hdpe there's all kinds of claddings as well uh, i'm sure it it uh, adds to your challenges in your day-to-day -day job Right, right. You know, that's a, that's, a, that's a very, very good topic. If you, you know, if you work in this area for long, you realize this is a huge issue. And uh, I can think about two stories. You know, when I worked for Caterpillar, mm -hmm. uh, I worked for Caterpillar about eight years, and uh, I I worked so long there. Uh, eventually, I came up with a class actually. That's NDE for design engineers, actually. Oh, that's <laughs> it's not a class. That. It's not a class. It's just like a two-hour lunch learning, the you know right. type of type of work. Uh, I, I give that uh, at one of the area, and then people start like it. I I, I did a lot of training actually within uh, Caterpillar uh, manufacturer facility because. To we, try to bring awareness to those engineers? Yes, exactly. And to bring them yeah. attention. So, you know, if you design this way, actually, uh, we can make the inspection better. Mm -hmm. uh, if you can do this, uh, I give specific examples. You know, at that time, uh, uh, I started a program to incorporate a 3D drawing into mm -hmm. our inspection procedure. Uh, from that 3D drawing, you can see, you know, really you know can you, can the welding or design guy compromise this way so we can, we can do inspection better right. you know at least like a lot of different product model like tractors like mining trucks uh, how you design the frame can make yeah. inspection better yeah oh totally yeah to keep the end in mind really uh, uh -huh. because but so, yeah it's, it's it's... Right, it's a kind of like a two way, you know, when you uh, in the ND, you need to share your knowledge, you know, uh, just 
work together to make the job better. That's you know, in, 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 uh, I know uh, in the oil and gas industry, you know, COI is a huge issue, right? Mm -hmm. I know there are some discussion and ongoing project. For example, can we install sensor in the insulation so we can right. monitor the moisture, for example, right? Yeah. So yeah, so we can see if that associated with the CUI or right. identify the higher risk of area of CUI so we can focus efforts and resources on the high risk area to do the inspection. You know, that yeah. this is all good stuff there. Oh, that's very interesting. And yes, for, for people listening, CUI stands for corrosion under insulation. So sometimes I like to uh, to to make sure because, you know, uh, we're so used <laughs> in NDT. We're so used to our abbreviations <laughs> and our uh, yeah acronyms, uh, I should say. So, um, so yeah, and, and CUPS is another one that we hear uh, very often as well. So corrosion under pipe support. Right. Uh, but yeah, if you can control a bit more the the environment uh, knowing that it's uh, a cause for this kind of damage mechanism that's also a way to uh, to prevent it you know pre instead of just uh, detecting it <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah that's very yeah. interesting mm -hmm. and what what do you think is uh, the future of NDE for the oil and gas industry so we've been talking about robotics a little bit um, we've been talking about uh, IOT so internet of things what what else do you think uh, that you see out there that might be helpful for our field? Yeah, um, uh, I think it's you know as always you know we can improve some challenging inspection. Like uh, I think Olympus uh, actually uh, I believe Olymp uh, Olympus is, uh, did a very good job introducing the new product, uh, like your uh, DMA dual mm -hmm. matrix ray for the yeah. all these uh, challenging materials. The yeah. DLA, you know, dual linear array uh, for these uh, cross grain, dissimilar metal, you know, all these. Uh, that component level, uh, the new physical based, uh, you know, get the signal first. Uh, that mm -hmm. you know, you guys did a very good job on that. And uh, you know, we, we talk about this uh, more and more. Uh, can we can we do 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 just faster? You know. You know, yeah. the couple robotic coming man. You know, they can. Uh, you know, every, every uh, technology have limits. As long as we know the limits, uh, we apply the right technology on the right damaging mechanism. Mm -hmm. We can speed up inspection, and uh, that's on the delivery side. Uh, the other thing I think is on the data management side is this huge work to do too, uh, because that's uh, can affect the the overall. You know the refinery, uh, you know the, the inspection management program. Mm. You have a better way to organize the data, um, so people can quickly get the records. Uh, you know, mm. clearly visualize where the high risk area, mm -hmm. so they can limit the um, uh, limited resources on this area. I think it's all um, you know people doing more and more. And, you know the big big data uh, data analytic. Uh, all yeah. can play a big role uh, in, in the future NDE. Um, <laughs> that's my take on that, yeah. Yeah, that's super interesting, yeah, because it's true that uh, sometimes, especially back then, you know, the, the days of um, hard copy films for RT or just we didn't, 
there was not uh, archiving was definitely a, an issue uh and but nowadays everything is digital but still can be an issue if you don't have a good way to 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 trace it back or to to monitor to look at five years ago from you know versus versus today uh so that that's an interesting point yeah yeah let me just add on a little bit more is you know the challenge is uh, we talk about the big data and uh, yeah we need a uh, lot of times uh, when the service provider come in to do inspection they use a different uh, machine right you know it's mm -hmm. uh, some use olympus some use you know ZTAC, you know, every uh, manufacturer come in with a proprietary data format. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You know, uh, in your data management system, you need to interface with uh, this software be able to, to pull the key data. And, and, and uh, the overall industry need a standard too, you know, yeah. kind of like a, what Medical is the frame? Good. Yeah, like, like, a, like a framework. So everybody yeah. can work together on this, right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, and even yeah. from a technology, I mean, even within the same manufacturer, sometimes you know, of, of course, uh, depending on the, the the technology that you're using. So if it's a conventional versus the phase ray versus uh, you know XRF things or or, right. or what have you, um, the the file format will be different. Yeah, and so yeah, and we've seen it in the medical field, which NDT often copies from the medical field. <laughs> um, you know, with with Dicon, and so. Uh, mm -hmm. I know that Daikon D starts to be a, a file format that we hear more and more about. So, right. yeah. Daikon as... is one of the options. Yeah. A lot of discussion mm -hmm. on this. Yeah. How to yeah, solve yeah. these changes. You know, a lot of work to be done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. To, to make sure that all that data can talk together. And as you mentioned, big data, uh, you know, creating for one asset or one or one power plant or one uh, what have you and just uh, one big um, cloud uh, most likely uh, of data uh -huh. that can that can uh, understand uh, the same language yeah that will be certainly a challenge for our industry I'm sure right right and for folks out there that are just starting in either engineering uh, in their in engineering careers or uh, NDT careers. So what would be your advice? What, what you, did you wish uh, somebody told you when you started your career? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, uh, yeah, I think it's, you know, it's the most important thing is really where your interests, right? You know, this, mm -hmm. you know, this, we're living in this world. Uh, so, you know, fast paced, uh, you know, make sure you, you really, you know, like what you're doing, you know, mm -hmm. uh, for someone you have not started, I can share, this is a fascinating field. I've been with this field since, you know, the, uh, how many years, <laughs> over 20 years, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I feel so blessed and not only, you know, enjoy what I'm doing, also be able to make a living, you know, risk career, risk family, you know, there, mm -hmm. uh, you have so many disciplines and you have so many opportunities um you know still i do less and less hands-on work but i still every time i go there uh you know i can see the ultrasound imaging for example i can see the film x-ray film uh, i can i always want to see you know what this really is you know try to try to uh, correlate the imaging with the real damage i always feel excited about that so again, you know, for any young folks, uh, this is an exciting field. Yeah. And if you are in the field already, uh, I would say, you know, really spend your time uh, 
do, do some hands-on. I always suggest people do some hands-on and uh, try to establish the correlation between what you see on the on the devices, no matter mm -hmm. it's the X-ray um, film or you know ultrasound scope. Try to correlate that imaging with what is type of damage you may think. Mm -hmm. And I always make the joke with people say you know. Uh, you know, medical actually easy because, you know, no matter you're a big guy, small guy, uh, you know, the ultrasound imaging, you know, is pretty much the same, you know. Same material for <laughs> right? sure. Same materials, yeah. you know. But when you work in the industry, you know, you're dealing with so much, uh, so much variations there, you know. <laughs> so make it challenging. Uh, yes. Always uh, um, has some hands-on try to establish that 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 uh, that experience and I, I usually tell my kids when they were young you know what do you do daddy I said uh, I just like a doctor uh, in the hospital I, I I review the data I I give the second opinion what what I believe the damage is mm -hmm. and a lot of times in the in this field and uh, you get a report you get a you know you get a, some data there and you talk with the technician they are really good on the instrumentation software right but when you ask you know, what do you think of this damage is you know they a lot of times is uh, the, the knowledge is a lot yeah. so um I, I encourage people you know learn the software learn the equipment uh, also go back to the fundamentals you know learn the process materials metallurgy you know all this and that really helps uh, to to build up your your, your confidence yeah. I really like that. Yeah, that's such a great advice. Yeah, it, it, you know, my welding, my my background is also in welding, and you know that that helped me tremendously into NDT because uh, then you know you know that you're not gonna call a I don't know tungsten inclusion if uh, <laughs> if there was never a TIG weld to begin with, or uh, so understanding not only the the fabrication process, but also as it remains in service, as it evolves over time, was there pressure? Was there high temperature? Was there, was it a longitudinal or a circ weld? All of this will will change the results and uh, the the interpretation of the data. So that's absolutely a, a, a really good advice. I. I can't agree more. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah. And also, you know, from, uh, I mean, if if a younger guy in the field already, I mean, if you do a job, a lot of times we, the interface you with the business may not have much NDE background. You should let them know what you need to do to get your job, you know, right. Uh, for example, you know, if you go to a, um, a refinery, you know, you should make sure ask uh, what type of damage you ask me come here to do, right? What type mm -hmm. of materials, what type of geometry, is this have coating or not, uh, you know, coating, and do they have this uh, uh, wells overlay, you know, whatever background information you have, you know, so you can prepare it for the success. Uh, mm -hmm. I see a lot of times, uh, um, you know, the people just work on things that they, they may not know what they're working on, you know, <laughs> so, right. So, so, yeah. so be empowered to ask the question so you mm -hmm. can do the job right. You know, a lot of time we have to lead that role actually. Yeah, yeah, not, not uh, being just like a, an investigator, not, not being afraid of digging a bit deeper than just your 
uh, your 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 scope in front of you. Yeah, right, sure. right, right. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Well, Lin Yu, thank you so much for this discussion. Thank you for the work that you're doing. I think it's extremely important and it's made the NDT, uh, the, the field move forward. Uh, so thank you for what you're doing and what you continue to do. And I certainly hope we'll continue to work together uh, in the future. Yeah, thank you, Emily. Really a pleasure. This is it for today's show. I hope you enjoyed the conversation as much as I did and that it inspired you to push your NDT game even further. If you enjoyed today's show, please let me know. Some of you actually reached out directly, which I always love. And feel free to also leave a review on the app that you're listening on. So other folks with similar interests can learn about it too. And if you or someone you know would like to spend some time with me on the show, send us an email at podcast at olympus.com. In the meantime, thanks for listening and for keeping the world safe out there.